closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. Welcome to our first episode of 2023. And I don't even know how to open up this show. Lindsay, because last time we talked, we were gearing up for this huge game, Buffalo Bills, Monday Night Football, and um, that all changed so quickly. In the blink of an eye, we've seen our community come together, This really the country and the world come together in such a beautiful way. Uh, you were at the game that night. Walk me through what it was like. Yeah, uh, really just going back to that night. You mentioned it before, the excitement for that game. It was not only locally in Buffalo, but nationally. This was one of the biggest Monday night football games that everybody was talking about on January 2nd. I think we had this game scheduled and circled when the schedule did come out in May. And you look at the excitement around the city, it was different that day. Most people had the day off because it was the day after New Year's Day. There was tailgating going on. The city was packed with Buffalo Bills, Bengals fans. It was beautiful weather. It was January in the 60s. You get in there, the pregame, nothing like it. The first drive, the Bengals drive down the field and score a touchdown. You see the Bills go down the field, and you think, wow, this is going to be a crazy game for both teams and so much at stake. And then all of a sudden in the first quarter, everything paused. I'll be completely honest with you, kind of explaining what I was seeing while I was there. My family, we have a season tickets in Section 101. They're in the first and second row. And you see someone go down. And the thing about the NFL, I feel like I'm so conditioned to injuries when they happen and someone's on the ground. I saw a stretcher and I thought, wow, this is pretty serious. But at the same time, I still expected DeMar to be on the stretcher and give us a thumbs up and then the game resumes. Then time started to tick and an ambulance came out. And for some reason, I still felt, you know what? He's going to be okay. They're going to put him on there and there's going to be a thumbs up and they're going to resume the game. But then you started to see the Buffalo Bills players. You saw the Bengals players kind of build a wall towards the middle of the field while the ambulance is still out there and there's not a whole lot of movement. But the thing is, you're, you're sitting at a stadium. Everybody's trying to get on their phones and there's not a whole lot of service. So you don't know what's going on. You oh, really wow. don't. I feel like everyone at home knew more than we did. Yeah. We're not listening to the broadcast. We don't see the images. They're not going to replay them on the video board. And I I got a little self-service, and it was for my mom. And she was watching the game at home, and she said, Lindsay, this is bad. This is really bad, and explaining kind of in detail what was happening. And I was telling everyone around me, like, this, guys, this this isn't good. I don't don't know if they're going to play this game again. They've never suspended a game like that before. And then all of a sudden, you could see on the video boards where they said, this game is currently postponed. It felt very eerie. The ambulance left. You could hear the ambulance go off outside of the stadium. And everybody just looked at each other. And we were all still in our seats. It was a sold-out crowd just staring at each other, not knowing what's going on. The Bills went into their locker room. The Bengals went into their locker room. And you're just going by updates of what you're hearing and when you can get service that something's going on. And maybe this game doesn't resume I think the images, what was just absolutely incredible in a moment like that is the two teams coming together. You see the Joe Burrow, Josh Allen photo that's, you know, really gone viral, but just seeing the other players hug each other. But then what I thought was just a moment that you're so proud that Zach Taylor's your head coach when they went to their sidelines and I thought, okay, well, I guess the game is resuming and they're going to play. And maybe they got updates that DeMar's going to be fine when he gets to UC Medical. And then Zach went over across the field. And I thought, 
well, that's strange. Maybe he just wants to go talk to Sean McDermott or there's more information. And at that moment, the conversation started where Sean McDermott told Zach, I got to go be with Damar in the hospital. And Zach just knew as a human, outside of a football coach, outside of a big moment, knowing how huge this football game was for everybody involved, he understood it and just you know shook his head and felt like we can't go on with yeah. this. And I think you go back to Joe Burrow in the locker room and he went up to Zach Taylor. We got more information of this yesterday and said, I want to go talk to their captains. And one of their captains is going to be quarterback Josh Allen. Zach didn't know how to handle it at first. He's like, I don't know. You know, do we go over to their locker room right now? We don't really know what's going on in this situation. And Zach went over to Sean McDermott in the Bills locker room and just said, hey, Joe Burrow, the captains on our team want to talk to your captains. And Joe said, I wanted to go in there to offer support, but I also wanted to let him know if you guys don't want to play this game, we don't want to play it either. And I just felt like in that moment, you had to remember that these guys are humans. And I think we forget that in big moments and in sports. And it's just, to be completely honest, we're recording this after ESPN and other reports are saying that DeMar seems like he's making amazing improvement. It has just been such a dreary, eerie, cold, emotional, encouraging just the last three days have they just they've been a bummer to be completely yeah, honest I could not agree more and the only word I can really think of that comes to mind is somber mm-hmm. you know I, I that morning after Tuesday morning I'm driving into work and I was just I, I felt like a zombie and even just traffic heading into work everybody just seemed out of it we all had it on our minds and I saw so many license you know license plates from all over seemed like they were leaving Cincinnati you know heading back home and I just thought oh my gosh this is um I mean you've never seen anything like this in your career and you've done this for a long time now no yeah and to be completely honest with you it, like I said, it, it's so wild that I've been conditioned because I've been around the NFL, watched the NFL, watched football my whole entire life, been conditioned that players just get right back up or they get off the field and uh, something continues. But when you see a player go down like that, and, and I think one of the things I feel like is making more news as of yesterday, I watched the replay once. I, don't, I didn't feel like it was necessary to go mm-hmm. back and watch it again. Joe Mixon was actually one of the guys who noticed something wasn't okay and he called the medical staff from both sidelines over as fast as possible. Who knows what those seconds did, but he knew something was wrong when he fell over. And that's when those two teams, you know, come together. Those players from both sides, Joe Burrow said it. He said, personally, I've never seen anything like that. And we're all brothers in the NFL. And it affected him. It affected this team. It affected um, everybody who was, who was at the game, everybody who watched the game nationally, Bengals fans, it, it, everyone came together and it's just one of those things where you never want to experience it again. And it's very scary in the football world because things like that can happen again. It's very rare. Um, this is obviously not T. Higgins' fault. I hate anybody who would place blame on a player because this is just a, a just a rare incident. And uh, I just, yeah, I never. It was a routine play. Routine play. Yeah. Routine yeah. play. Yeah. And um, and actually, um, Damar Hamlin's family has spoken out mm-hmm. saying stop putting blame on T Higgins. Yeah. They were really upset about it as you know, we are here in our city too, which I posted something um, on social media this week that a Bills fan actually posted about T Higgins saying, Hey, you know what? Like as much as we just kind of in short here, of course, we're all lifting up Damar Hamlin and our prayers, but uh, can you imagine being in T Higgins shoes right now, replaying that moment over and over again? Uh, this was done by Laura Catherine. 
Uh, but she said we need to lift him up with prayer, love, and mercy. Anybody could cause harm to somebody else on accident, and it'll leave you riddled with guilt for the rest of your life. Let's include Higgins in our prayers as well, which uh, I just thought was really beautifully written. We just had him on our podcast yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and I mean, just he he's so charming, and he's so um, just a sweet, amazing guy, and his beautiful smile, and he's also very passionate about giving back in the community, uh, just like Damar Hamlin, uh, helping kids. Um, so I don't know. It, it's really bonded the Bengals and Bills together, I feel like, forever. We will always have this this bond with them. Yeah, we, we've always had this kind of really random relationship with the Buffalo we Bills. Have, yeah. In 2017, Andy Dalton, the Bengals were out of playoff contention, but he threw a touchdown pass at the end of the game on New Year's Day, and it actually helped the Buffalo Bills get into the playoffs for the first time in a really long time, and they donated to Andy Dalton's foundation, and it made millions of dollars, and it was such a big deal when they played each other again, and Andy and, and J.J. Dalton were so grateful when that happened, and they obviously donated to DeMar's foundation recently, but, you know, just this this connection with this fan base of, of two teams that I feel like Buffalo and Cincinnati are very similar. I know Zach Taylor said the same thing yesterday. They're just small communities and, and towns who, you know, they love their football teams and they come together and you see the city of Cincinnati in blue and it's incredible what we're seeing from the UC Medical Center professionals on the sidelines. Um, I, I actually heard it on ESPN. They said, you know, if anything were to happen in a medical situation, there are two places you want to be. It's in a hospital or a football field because of all the trained professionals that are going to be on each sideline. And we saw that again. I know the Buffalo Bills athletic training assistant did CPR right away, but it's just credit to to what we have in the city um that you know it's cool to see other nfl players i i want to say that one of uh demar's former teammates at pittsburgh he plays in the nfl he bought the icu staff and, and everybody on the floor made sure that they're set for dinner this week i know yeah. jeff ruby stepped in yeah. and it's just really cool to see other people around the nfl when it comes to not only the donations we're seeing they're buying the demar hamlin jerseys they they're not going to come in for a little while i know tyler Boyd wanted to wear one for the pregame so hopefully he's allowed to get one and they can find a way to bring a couple to pay core but just absolutely incredible from everybody involved and um, as we're recording this right now very very happy to see the optimistic news updates coming from the hamlin family yes so uh what's today today is january 5th and um the Buffalo Bills did post a statement on Facebook. Uh, this was around, uh, I don't know, probably around 11 o'clock this mm -hmm. morning. Yep. Um, I'll read the statement here. It says, per the physicians caring for DeMar Hamlin at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, DeMar has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal and he is making steady progress. We are grateful for the love and support we have received. So, good news i mean yeah. that's i saw something i don't know if you saw uh somebody tweeted that he opened his eyes i, I think i i saw a tweet about that um again we're getting little kernels of yeah. information uh we are all i mean the power of prayer and coming together and people raising money and looking out for each other his foundation chasing m's foundation what is that at like eight million i think by now as of today in just five days it's raised that much uh lindsay let me ask you so we do know the Bengals, of course playing this weekend mm -hmm. paycor stadium uh ravens one o'clock ravens one o'clock where what happens next this was a huge game what do you think the NFL will do? What's your prediction? My prediction is they don't play the game 
Um, I honestly, I think we're going to know that decision in the next 24 hours, what's going to happen when it comes to the Buffalo Bills Bengals game. I think that there's just too much in the next week when it comes to playoffs. And it wouldn't be fair, honestly, to the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals if they had to play again. And the other playoff teams are getting a week off. I know, you know, take the football side and the human element out of all of it. But going back to just that question alone, I think the Bengals play at one o'clock on Sunday versus the Baltimore Ravens. I think they will be automatically the AFC North champions win or lose lose that game and it'll be a no contest between them and the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Okay. Cause I know that's been, um, something on everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously yeah. first and foremost, yeah, yeah. DeMar, um, getting him healthy. Uh, I mean, I literally wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it, but also uh, curiosity because nothing yeah. like this has ever happened. So what happens next? So, um, and of course, we will be keeping you updated if you follow Lindsay on, uh, you want to give your handle out? Real yeah, quick? you can follow me at Ellen Diaz Patterson. And obviously everybody in the news outlet's going to share updates on DeMar. And it just seems, it seems amazing. As you mentioned, the power of prayer, I yes. think what would be really cool and, and, and what's amazing is I know that there were reports that he, you know, gripped a couple family members' hands and for him to possibly wake up from this and see what the world is doing, is doing and yes. the donations. I mean, that's going to be absolutely incredible. Who, who knows about, you know, the NFL career stuff, but just to see him get another life and a chance um, after everything that happened on the football field that night is going to be absolutely incredible. And it gives me goosebumps. It does. About it. Even you just saying that right now, I have goosebumps all over. And I think, um, again, you, you said it several times, the human side of it, because at the end of the day, these guys, they get together every weekend and they play for, for themselves, yeah. you know, they, they all love football. They're passionate. They're great. They're incredible athletes. But it's entertainment, yeah. you know, for us. And it's like, it, it's a violent, violent game. And um, the, <laughs> this is just, again, unlike anything we've ever seen and nothing we saw coming. And I... I um, I almost get emotional even talking about it, just seeing everybody come together. It really has been so beautiful. And we are praying so hard for Damar and his wonderful family. Uh, as we've heard, a lot of them are here in Cincinnati, of course, right now. And um, yeah, we're all here for you. And, and we're, we're, <laughs> we were praying harder than ever before and, um, and, and continue to hope for those positive news yeah. Uh, that we continue to get, hopefully. So yeah, one hundred percent, and and you know, hopefully we can keep sharing wonderful updates on uh, Demar's recovery. Yeah. All right, Linz, that's a wrap today with uh, On the Sidelines, our first episode of 2023. Uh, again, give Lindsay a follow on Twitter. She's on top of everything in the sports world and uh, the second she hears any information she will be letting her followers know uh, same with us here on q102 uh, we try to keep you posted and up to date because we want to know just as badly as you guys do what's going on with damar hamlin number three sending prayers and prayers and prayers on top of prayers his way we love you guys we'll be back in in a couple of days on the sidelines all brought to you by orthosensi orthopedics and sports medicine OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine has eight convenient orthopedic urgent care clinics in Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana with convenient weekday, evening, and Saturday hours for fractures, sprains, strains, and more. OrthoCincy's dedicated orthopedic specialists will treat your sports, work, or everyday injury. Just walk in. No appointment is ever needed at OrthoCincy Orthopedic Urgent Care. Plus, you'll spend less time and money than going to a crowded ER. Learn more at orthocincy.com. That's orthocincy with a Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plug Door Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them 
and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players, that is, until they don't. When it comes to finger pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charlies accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. But leading up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point a finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones. Why? Because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.